What's up, y'all? It's Vinny Rock Podcast. Did a cool podcast again. I did it through Zoom. Uh, a, a buddy of mine, and I, I'm going to say a buddy now because after this conversation, I thought this dude is fucking awesome. Uh, you guys should check him out on social media if you can. It's David Daily MM. Daily uh, MM as in Monster Motivator. All right. He hits me up and says he wants to freaking get jump on the podcast. I was like, fuck yeah, dude, whatever. You know, he had such cool energy. I decided to fucking let's do it. And uh, I'm going to tell you right now, the conversation was fucking awesome. I think there's something you guys can all take from this. I hope you enjoy it. Don't forget the sponsors who are so important to me, who actually help pay the bills, who have to help keep the lights on on this whole uh podcast space that i have here um let's just start with beyond clothing you guys already know outdoor exposition clothing i don't even know how many times i have to tell you but they got some dope ass gear go check them out if you're an outdoorsman if you like to hike camp hunt uh if you just are a tactical dude and like to look fucking dope as fuck without freaking having uh too much uh camo print on Go check out Beyond Clothing. I can't say enough about these guys. It's beyondclothing.com or beyond.clothing on Instagram. Check them out. Boom. Core Medical Group, you guys already know. It's another one. Um, you know, so I was going through the process right now to try and to, to I had to change up my regimen on testosterone because of the fact that I am working right now on having a baby. Um, might be a surprise to some of you guys, but that's what I'm working on. And so now that whole process is done that I needed to do. (laughs) And I'm kind of like speaking in tongues here or or in code, but, uh, now I'm going to get back on and I'm actually getting ready for the Mayans. I need to, I need to get myself back and eating right. I need to start working out more and I need to get back on my normal hormones. I need to get these regulated and balanced so that I could be at optimal level when I show up to film uh, in a few weeks. So you guys check them out. Core Medical Group, they send directly to your house. You can go get your medical uh, blood work done anywhere in the United States and they will send it directly to your house if they find a deficiency in your blood work. Go check them out. Core Medical Group, let them know that I sent you. Willie Pete's Chocolate, uh, you know, I'm excited just to announce that we are going to be releasing a, a salsa, or is it, it's more of a hot sauce, but it's kind of a combination of two, you can do whatever you want with it, it's a smoky flavor, but until then, go get the chocolates, WillyPeachChocolates.com, uh, that's the place that I recommend to go get your chocolate from a veteran who makes it himself out of his own house with his own hands, fucking amazing, and uh, I think you guys need to go try them out as soon as fucking possible. Oh, man. GMR Gold. Do you guys know about that? Do you guys know about the bullion box? I think you should. GMR Gold is a place where you can go sell gold. You can go buy gold or silver. Sell or buy gold or silver. Excuse me. Or you can see the value of what your gold or silver costs. GMRGold.com is where... So, so... To explain to you, I decided I wanted to save money in a certain way, something a little different, decided to do the bullion box, $200 a month. I received gold, silver, whatever it is. Me and the kids get to check it out and enjoy it. We love it. I think you guys would love this opportunity, or I think you guys would love this. I don't even know how to say that. This is just this, this, uh, 
you'll find the value in it by being able to share it with your kids. And it's super fun. It's a different way to communicate and hang out and, and just something to do. I, I love it. These guys are out of Texas. Go check them out. GMR Gold and Bullion Box. That Bullion Box, what I was telling you about, is uh, that monthly subscription. And I, I can't tell you guys enough how much I fucking think it's super dope and badass. And I love it. And my family loves it too. Uh, 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 uh. Metal Force. Metal Force is fitness. Now that I'm getting back on the fitness train, it's time to start using my shakers again. Uh, I've probably destroyed them. I got to go look for my last shaker. It might be somewhere deep in my fucking gym bag. I'm not the only one. You guys do it too. But metalforce.com. Go check them out. M-E-T-T-L-E force.com. Get your shakers. Uh, thin blue line, like I always say. That's my shit. And Perseverance Survival. Perseverance Survival. I wore it yesterday. I didn't even take a picture of it, but it had a full zipper. A full fucking zipper on my Wobby hoodie. And, you know... Anyone in the military knows. And if you're not in the military, you probably already know. Wobby hoodies are the best. Go check them out. PerseveranceSurvival.com. That's about it, man. All kinds of cool stuff going on. But um, I hope you guys like this podcast. I think it's pretty fucking dope. Hit him up. Reach out to him. And here you go. It's starting to record now. Well, this is cool because we really don't know each other. And I don't know a lot about you. So this is going to be <laughs> my, my opportunity to actually get to know you and, 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 uh, we'll start right now. Are you good? Yeah, let's do it, man. I mean, it's too easy. I'd rather just have the conversation, right? That That's <laughs> it, man. Real wrong live. So uh, let me ask you, first of all, I think it was really awesome. Welcome to the Vinny Rock podcast. Um, uh, my podcast, I just invite all kinds of different people that have awesome stories. Really. I just like interviewing people and hearing their stories and, and, and hopefully the listeners can get some motivation, inspiration, even entertainment out of it, you know? Yep. And uh, when you reached out to me, um, I get people reach out to me all the time, but I'm like, you know what? Your energy was so, so, so awesome. I was like, like let's do it. Let's, let's hear it. <laughs> Appreciate it, brother. Appreciate it. Likewise, man. I, I, uh, I think it was Sean Whalen. Uh, I saw him, him on your show when uh, we've been connected for a while now uh, for a few years. So um, I, same thing, man. I looked at your uh, profile. I looked at what you got going on. I'm like, there's some synergy here, man. Some, you know, it's that realness that, yeah. that at the end of the day, when I when I speak on stage or connect with people, I always say that the greatest, the only thing I'm looking for is um, the greatest compliment is he was real. That's it. That's it. That's funny when when. One of my favorite things when I do public speaking, someone says, man, it felt like you were telling my story. And I was mm -hmm. like, well, that means that I was telling it from my heart and it was honest because if it wasn't, it's like everyone is relatable, right? We're all people going through shit, trying to get through shit, trying to be happy, right? Like, and for some reason, everyone feels like they're alone. And I don't understand that part of it, but it's like, if I can tell you like, look, you're not alone. You know what I mean? And I'm the same. And people reply to me like, man, it felt like you were telling my story. I'm like, good. Because that means that I was coming from a really honest place. Absolutely. Because then it, it makes them feel like they, they, they truly aren't alone. Right? Correct. And, and we all have, you know, it, it's funny. I, part of what I, uh, what I created and what I teach and, and my whole uh, purpose, I believe, is, is pretty much summed up this way. Vinny is, is, um, I want to teach people how to um, wear and share those scars with pride, man. Yeah. And so many people are running from their scars. So if you want, I can give you just a, a, a 30,000-foot uh, view of, of who I am, where I came let's, from, and where I'm let's going. Let's hear it. So let's let, hear it. And I always like to start with day one. So 
uh, I was uh, uh, put up for adoption at birth. My first 18 months of my life, I was in an orphanage in North Philly. I'm, I'm from the East Coast. Left back in I wouldn't, the have, wouldn't have guessed it with your, with your accent. You know, it's <laughs> funny. When I meet people out here, I'm in SoCal. I meet people out here, and I go, I'm not from here. They go, no, really? No idea. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, first 18 months of my life in an orphanage in North Philly, and then um, adopted by two amazing, amazing people. Um, and my overview is this. Left back in the second grade, diagnosed with ADD, said I had a learning disorder, never graduated high school, and at 19 I'm sitting in a jail cell looking at 8 to 10 if things don't go my way. And that's just the first 19 years. So growing up, I couldn't learn in that cookie-cutter mode, right? I, yeah. I, I, was, I was bored out of my mind. And once they kicked me out of high school, I realized I had the entrepreneurial DNA. Um, and uh, I was told not to expect a lot out of yourself when you become an adult because I couldn't learn in that cookie-cutter mode. But looking back, all kidding aside, that's really what it was. It was the entrepreneurial DNA. And over the last 25 years, have been fortunate enough to have built and sold three companies in three different industries and uh, and crashed one to the ground. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know it's that. Funny when we when I do my my uh, keynotes or I do my uh, my my uh, my speaking uh, on on the branding uh, at the end. I I love Q and A, man. I, I yeah. love I love Q and A is my my um, my oxygen. Because if you're going to ask me something, now that means something to you. So now that relates, that means something to me, right? That gets, that gets my juices flowing. And I always get people that ask about the, the, the crash of the ground. And I, I say, um, it, was a, it was a restaurant here in Southern California. And when I don't have a lot of time, I sum it up this way. Major life, le I'm sorry, major life lessons, major business lessons with an Ivy League price tag and never spent a minute in class. That's so, it. That's it, man. That that's it. <laughs> I love so, it. So so from there, go ahead. So that's the kind of the the overview, Dave Daly, the monster motivator, and and that's my tagline or my nickname. And people say, you know, where did that come from? And and to be honest with you, I I love um, getting people out of their helping people identify and crush those dreaded fear barriers because that yeah. ultimately, to me, Vinny, that's the that. That's the biggest bully on the block is those fear barriers, what you say to yourself. And that's what made me write this book back in uh, 2016 is, and, and I rebranded it, but the first book was Knockout Fear in the First Round. Yeah. Second book, and it's the same book, but I rebranded it because my message has evolved yeah. since 2016. So now it's, it's fearless as bullshit. And what I mean by that is... Fear is an emotion, like love, like anger, like joy, right? That's part of who we are as a, as a human being, our DNA. But it's either going to be your heaviest anchor or your strongest propeller. You have to figure that out. And by facing that, identifying that fear, crushing that fear, getting on the other side of that fear, now you become courageous, and that's ultimately what, what I want to relay to people and teach people is let's figure out how you become courageous instead of running from that fear and thinking there's something wrong with it. Vinny, we're both, you know, grown men. 
and growing up, I think I can speak for you on this and tell me if I'm wrong, but we grew up thinking as a little boy, as a teenager, as a man, if we feel fear, there's something wrong. But I realized yeah. looking back, that's wrong. When you yeah. feel the fear, when you identify the fear, now that gives you the opportunity to face it and break through and grow on that other side and grab yeah. whatever that is. So yeah. all that being said, now I bring that back around to what my structure is, what I've created, what I teach, um, and that's authentic branding. Yeah. So I love to work with um, uh, commission sales based people, entrepreneurs, business owners, and I, I believe the times we're living in today, Vinny, is, is when you can look at it in this perspective, build your business brand around your personal brand, and you're going to rise above the noise in your industry and elevate your position. I 100% agree. And it's funny. Funny you mentioned that. I've been doing a lot of meetings recently, doing some uh, marketing strategies for other companies, just helping them. Same yeah. exact concept, what you're doing, aligned exactly. And my biggest thing is like, look, understand the evolution of social media, which social media right now, you cannot deny is the number one marketing influencer in the world for businesses and, and, and everything. So it's the new TV. It is, it is. And, 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 and so you have to have your social media built and, and, and having social media built does not mean you have to be a gimmick, right? Because when social media first started, everybody wanted to see the, the funniest thing or the gimmick. And that was entertaining and people liked that. And now this is seven, eight, 10 years now of social media and getting, you know, smoke and mirrors all day long. And now you're like, man, who's just real? Who's just honest? That's the guy I want to support. That's the guy. So my social media has been the same from the beginning. It's just been my family, my kids, my life, good, the bads, the uglies. But I've had this really cool, strong following. And it's not, I mean, obviously there's people with millions of followers. I don't have that. But the people that follow me know they're going to see genuine person. And I've built every other brand behind me with that same, like, look, you know what you're going to get. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to tell you straight up. This is what I use. I use it for whatever reasons, blah, blah, blah. And I tell people that. They're like, well, why don't you do any funny videos anymore? I was like, look, I'll do funny when funny naturally comes from me. And it's a funny thing that, but if it's not natural, I'm not going to force comedy, right? Because then for me, it's not genuine to my viewers. It's not genuine to my friends. It's not genuine to anyone. And if you're building a brand off of, of, of a false personality, of a character, whatever the case, one, I, I've been on the side of it where the character gets old and you, it, it becomes, marketing becomes a chore and that's what you don't want. You want marketing to be fun. You want to have, you want to be excited to just be honest with people. That connection with, with, with relationships and, and, and communication like bulls honest, straightforward, no bullshit communication has so much power that people forgot how to do it. You know, people are not even doing that anymore. So if you can be just, if you can communicate to your, I have a barbershop here in town, like, look, we just want to provide the best quality haircuts we can. There's going to be a lot of people who do the same. Yeah. Like it's a haircut, right? But we want, let us give, give us a chance. Let us try and give you the best haircut possible. Let us bring you into our little community and uh, let's, let's do this for a long, long time. You know, and that's kind of the idea of it. And, and, and I tell people this all the time in the marketing strategy, and some people don't believe it. They're like, well, I'm like, hey, man, look, you either want me to come on board and help you out, or I, if it doesn't go that way, well, then I don't want to be a part of it because it's a marketing strategy that I'm not a fan of already. Yeah, 100%, man. I think it even goes, let's even go deeper with that, what you were saying about they forgot about the authentic branding. 
and 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 the realness. I also believe, Vinny, that it goes deeper than that. They're afraid, right? Yeah. They're, People, most people are terrified to number one, even figure out who they are, let yeah. alone share it with. Well, so well it's vulnerable, right? Yeah. I love, and, and to me, what I, what I, I believe wholeheartedly is you are the commodity when it's packaged authentically. You are the commodity. Yeah. You right? That's, that's how you're going to, you're a realtor, you're a mortgage uh, guy, you're an a, a insurance salesman. You have a, um, your industry, your industries are so loud and so all over the place. The only way you're going to rise above is to figure out who you are, embrace it, and run with it, and let all the chips fall where they may, and you're staying aligned. Yeah, and you, and you say that when you say the fear, that's something that I've been surprised to learn. I don't have a fear of being myself, and a lot of people do. And I think that's where I've been able to capitalize on is that, hey, man, I'm not afraid to tell you I fucked up. <laughs> yep, yep. I'm not afraid to say that shit. I'm okay with it. And actually, I actually like to know when I fuck up. I like to tell myself and catch it so then I can get better. But there's people that won't do it. I got a message the other day and he says, him and his wife, and it's funny, in the message, he answered his own question, but he wouldn't go out and do it. He goes, hey, me and my wife are having a lot of problems. We, we lack communication. I, I want to tell her how I feel. I don't want, it to, I don't want our relationship to end because, uh, because we're not communicating. And I'm like, bro, you, you've said it multiple times. You need to communicate. You need to, you know, you need to grab your balls and be like, Look, mama, we need to talk. And this is a serious conversation. He goes, Oh, but, but it will work. I'm like, dude, you know your answer. You're afraid to sit there and do that. Like, just that fear is eating that guy alive, and he is letting that fear control his relationship, man. He won't even take charge of his own life because of the fear of the outcome of that. It's like, dude, there, there's no other option. Or else, let it go away and then be like, man, I wish I, I, wish I tried something else, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that, that yeah. fear controls people. Yeah, and, 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 and you know, it is such an inside job, right? It always starts on the inside. So they, he needs to figure out wh where is that fear actually even manifesting? Where is that even starting from the inside? Where Where is that that uh, unsure, you know, where, yeah, is that, that, where, where, where is that beginning? And the only way to do this, to figure this out, and what I've realized is you got to go deep, right? Yeah. you got to go deep. Um, yeah. And that's what I love to do with people um, and the first, whenever I work with anybody, uh, before we go any further, the very first step in whatever it is you want to do is we go, we identify your why and we go seven levels uh, deep with your nice. why. So here's what happens. What's interesting about seven levels, what I found is one, two, three, four, it's your head. Five, six starts to bring your heart. S number seven combines your head and your heart, right? Now, when you have that why, that is that deep and means that much to you, that's your ultimate anchor. That's your ultimate pull. So when you hit that fear barrier, when you hit that whatever that is, now you go back to that seventh level deep why. There's men, grown men that have literally got to that seventh level and cried. 
Because what I believe, what I here's what I believe, Vinny, is when your why becomes bigger than you, you become unstoppable. Let me give you a real life story. So my uh, my ex father in law, uh, First Force Recon in Vietnam, uh, thirty years uh, New Jersey State Trooper, uh, organized crime. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, a matter of fact, I just flew back a month and a half ago and did his eulogy. Um, he passed away. But Sorry to hear that. check this out. Um, 20, 26, 27 years old, me and him were hanging out. We were more like buddies than we were father-in-law, son-in-law. He was, he, we were just, we were boys. So we're sitting there one day and I go, uh, I go, you know, I, I go, Jim, I got a question for you. He goes, what? I said, uh, I said, you know, I'm, I'm a man and, and, and I never, um, I never was in the military and I never was in war. So I always wondered what I would do, how I would act, how, what, how would I be in that wartime at the end of the day when, it, when, when the chips are down? And, and you got to remember, I'm talking about First Force Recon guy. That's yep. as close to fucking Rambo as we know, right? Yep. And he goes like this to me. He looks over. He goes, ah, you'll be fine. I go, how do you know? He goes, number one, I know who you are. I know your character. He goes, but number two, he goes, you don't do it for you. You do it for him, and you do it for him. And I thought, after I used to think about that story, I thought back, God damn, man, how fucking powerful is your why when it becomes more than you? You become yeah. unstoppable. That mom, when her kid is underneath that car, and she finds the strength to lift that car up and get that kid out of there, right? Because yep. her why is bigger than her. But when he shared that with me, and I, and I had the opportunity to look back over the years, I really realized how powerful our why is. And when I got introduced to that seven levels deep, it it's a fucking game changer, man. It's a yeah. fucking... And anybody that doesn't, that I want to... that wants to work with me that doesn't want to go there, then, then we're, we're out of sync and, and we go our yeah. own way. Uh, and that's how, that's how powerful I feel about that because that is, that's going to be your end all, man. That's going to be that one. And then let's take it a step further. Once we identify that seventh level, why, right? That, that fucking oxygen for you. Now, what I ask you to do is write down five, eight, ten emotions you get from that. Just start writing. Yeah. Now we have that in black and white, and we can refer back to that in three weeks, a month, three months when you hit that fucking wall. Yeah. We're going to go back to that. Does that make I sense? Love it. No, I love it. Let me ask anyway. you this. I, no, no, bro. This There's is what I rant. want. I yeah. love it. I love it. And you know, it's funny. I know there's a lot of guys that listen to my podcast that are going to enjoy this. Like personal friends of mine, like Marcus Torgerson, this guy, he, he teaches um, Krav Maga. And, and he loves messages like this, right? Things that are going to dig deep in your soul. You know, obviously, Sean Whalen's podcast, I've gotten a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, messages about, like, dude, he, he's the man when it comes to, hey, your, your message, your message. You know what I mean? Yep. For, yep. For, so there's tons of dudes that listen that I know that are going to love that concept. And, you know, for those that are listening, probably the number one question I get, and, and you might not have an answer for this, like, because I have trouble answering this for people, but people say, hey, man, I can't find my purpose, my why, right? Essentially is what it is. He goes, they go, most of the guys that listen to me or mostly what I do, just so you know, if you, if you didn't, I do a lot of veteran transition, veteran um, suicide awareness, and I'm actually starting to dip into the teen suicide awareness. 
um, because of, I have kids and I want to really start putting, kind of put a dent in that and be able to speak openly about, about some of my experiences as a kid and stuff like that. But, um, a lot of guys who transition get to a point where they don't know who they are. They don't know what to do. And I've never had an answer for me. It's like, I tried a lot of things and I fucked up a lot of things to figure out what is good for me. Right. There's also a Christian base for me too. Is, is, is there, so there's a little bit of a foundation of Christianity that helps me find my little bit of direction. So not everyone has that. And, and I'm not the type of person to push any kind of religion. Anyway, like, but this is me. You know what I mean? So I have this foundation of where I kind of know what fires me, like what motivates me to wake the fuck up and put my shoes on in the morning. It's always for me is providing that service for others. It's just who I am. It's, it's what really motivates me and be able to, provide a, a solid positive message for others through my own mishaps, almost like a dad. I'm the dad of everyone, everyone who wants to listen and say, Hey, don't make the mistakes I did. Let me help you have an easier life than I did because I made a lot of mistakes. And also life was just sometimes unfortunate to me. And that's just the way life is. Right. And so I don't know how to answer that when people say, Hey, how do I figure out my purpose? How do I find my why? Like, can, is there some maybe insight? Yeah. To I, I believe there is. I believe it's, um, first of all, I believe we need to go back and from the what I consider the beginning and understand this, I call it life's trifecta. And I believe when you can understand this, it's the starting point. It gets you to those starting blocks and it creates clarity. Clarity um, creates strength clarity <clears throat> creates power clarity creates courage so how do we do that think about this Vinny. whatever you did whatever i did whatever any listener on here did in their life good or bad results wise they did this trifecta every single time you can't escape it you ready thoughts yeah. Feelings, action, create your results. Think about this. Every time you created a thought, it created a certain feeling, which created a certain action that you took or didn't take, which created your results. So here's if we want to reverse engineer this, you're not happy with your results where you are. Let's go back to the thoughts that you're thinking, which create those feelings which create these actions, which create those results, always reverse engineer it. And that means if you're not happy with your results, go back to the thoughts that you're thinking, stay there with it. Here's one of the things that, that is part of my morning, my morning ritual, my morning routine is called writing meditation. Writing what meditation. I do, okay, what I do, and I'll, I'll, I'll share with you exactly what I did this morning, I rewrite them, man. Vision, vision, purpose, goals, right? What is the vision that you see? Yeah. And, it, and whatever that is for you, just start writing mm -hmm. one paragraph, right? Then what is that purpose? What are you here for, right? Start to write that paragraph and then just write at the end goals two or three or four short-term goals to get you there. Now, yep. here's what happens. That today, when you do that for the first time, does not mean that has to be written in stone. But that's the starting 
o'clock. So now tomorrow, today, you might tweak it. Or if you don't tweak it, that just means you, the clarity is getting stronger. Right. Clarity is the power. Clarity now maps back to knowing. And I believe knowing is the ultimate power. When you walk into a room and you connect with somebody, you just know. Mm -hmm. When you walk into a room and you go, ah, I don't know, man, you know, yeah. right? It's that yeah. intuition, that gut feeling, you know, in your soul, that's where people that feel they're asking you that question, yeah. they need to reconnect to their soul. They need to reconnect to them. And before I jump off of this, I wrote this down. I'm going to connect you with my good buddy, Robert Blanton, another okay. First Force Recon guy that uh, founded a nonprofit here in Southern California called uh, Warfighter Made. They um, fabricate wounded, uh, they fabricate custom vehicles for wounded vets, and they do um, adrenaline uh, weekends with these uh -huh. guys. So I'm going to get them on your podcast, bro. Badass. Be awesome. For Badass. sure. So anyway, sure. I, I didn't want to forget that. I wrote that down. No, dude, dude, if if you have somewhere to go, let me know, but I... I no, 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 I just wanted to write that. Before I, I we went on to other things, You're I good. want to connect you and For Rob. sure. Okay. No, I'm interested in connecting to anyone that has a, has a message, man, because, you know, I, I'm not the type of... So it's funny, there's a lot of egos in the social media world. There's a lot of um, people that feel like they're competing, and I, I always talk about, like, there's no one competing with me. Why is that? Because there is no one who is me. You know what yep. I mean? Like my message, my story, my life is mine. No one else has that same message. I always am intimidated by seeing guys that are doing really well because I'm like, man, that part of it is an envy thing that I try and smash right away. But I, it's just being honest. Like I'm like, damn, I would love to have that platform because I feel like my message would resonate with more people. And so I watch these guys and I get jealous and I get kind of mad. But the only thing I get mad at is myself for not working harder, for not moving forward more, for, for not creating. Again, I do these, the same very similar thing that you said with these, these small little things. I call them small missions. And I create small missions for myself. And I accomplish as many of these small missions as possible. By the end of the year, I'm 10 times, 20 times better of a person, of a man, than I was the year before. And so that's the same kind of concept I tell soldiers. And, and military people kind of understand the, the small mission concept, right? Because it's like, oh yeah, a small mission, you know, you know, task and distance purpose, make it happen, boom. But for me, it's like, I, I have these insecurities sometimes when I watch other guys and I'm like, man, I, I want that platform, right? I want to be able to, to speak to that many people because I want to affect, I want to be able to provide more value in that many people. And then at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I don't want to force it. When it happens, it happens. Um, I believe if I continue to do if I continue to do work, if I continue to study, if I continue to push forward, eventually that will be me on the other end. And there'll be younger dudes looking at me and be like, man, I want to be like that guy. You know, I think so. It's just part of it's like, um, do your time. I want to do my time and work my ass off and earn that, you know what I mean? In the respect. And at the same time I see it, I'm like, it makes me thirsty for more to help more, to provide more for others. And it's funny. And, 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 and when people, you know, like you, you, you seem like someone who's just so humble, so, so no ego, just, hey, this is me, here I am, and you're not competing with anyone, which is beautiful, because there's guys that won't reach out to be on my podcast, because it's like, they feel like maybe they're in competition with me, but like, I'm not in competition with anyone, I really don't, I, I don't give a shit, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, the more of us that are out there trying to inspire, motivate, and, and get people to find their why, right, their reason, their purpose, the better. 
you know, and especially in the community that, that I dabble in so much, and you, you, you obviously have a connection to, is the veteran community. I, I, don't, I don't know, you know, there's this fine line between who is influencing the, the social media influencers and who is manipulating to get you to buy a product. You see what I'm saying? Who's going to provide value to you and who's not providing value, but you have to actually pay for their friendship, for their following, essentially. And so, you know, and, and this is where the line that I always try and make sure that I am always on the side of, can I provide more value for you? I don't want to charge you to follow me. I want you to gain things from me. And it seems like you are on a very similar path and a very similar mindset. Yeah, which I mean, uh, yeah, 100%. Uh, but at the end of the day, I, I just, I, I believe that you, every, we have to, we have to realize, you know, that, that, that again, that typical uh, message is it starts from the inside out. It starts from the inside <laughs> and it truly does because <clears throat> when you, when you listen to like professional athletes that say that I, 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 I won that championship. I got that heavyweight title belt. I be, because they tapped in to that higher power, that visualization, what happens is your, your subconscious, your body, right, doesn't know the difference between real and imagined if that imagine is strong enough and ties into that feeling. That's where the thoughts, feeling, action create. If I know that you're in the M MMA, that's, that's I, I, you know, again, that's another connection we have. If... If somebody, and I'm speaking to your audience here because I think that's probably a lot of, of they're going to get this. If anybody here took the time and really dug into the early years and the transition of Conor McGregor, mm -hmm. he, he absolutely, is he doing it now? I don't know. There's a lot going on in his life. But to get to that point, to the uh, Floyd Mayweather fight, he absolutely did that trifecta and became a master at it. Yeah. Now. No, no. Yeah, I agree. What's like, going on now? I don't know. Well, when you know you, how it goes. When you, People get clouded. When you follow him from the beginning when he was a no, nobody knew him in Ireland. It's, 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 he breaks it down, man. Yeah. He there's a great, there's, down. A, there's a great documentary about that on uh, Netflix. I think it's called McGregor or something like that, but um, super beautiful to see the guy was like past due. He wasn't making his payments, you know, but his, his wife or significant other at the time, which is super supportive and keep believing in the dream. He wholeheartedly believed in that dream and made steps towards that dream, which most people don't, they can believe in the dream. They don't take steps towards the dream. And that's a big problem, right? No, he had a dream. And he was taking all the, all the, he was creating all the small missions for himself and accomplishing those on the way to his greatness. And then became very smart about it too. Like, look, you can fight your whole life, or you can make the money to just retire your whole life too. So he's made some huge, huge smart decisions. Obviously, people sometimes grow faster than they want or they need. And he grew really fast to the point I think he lost a little control of himself, which is very easy to do. Imagine being from nothing to multi, multi millions and trying to balance that and also stardom. Everywhere he goes, everyone wants to take a picture. That can get frustrating in itself. So I see where, give it a couple of years, he's going to settle into himself and I think he's going to impress everyone and continue to make smart choices, whether in business or in fighting. I mean, the guy's the f most entertaining fighter we get to watch. You know, he crossed boundaries that most people have never done in years and years and years, and he's been able to create a lifestyle for himself. 
you can call him a jerk, you can call him whatever you want for all the public antics and all this stuff, but you can also probably call it, he knew what he was doing, right? And it's a very similar fact to what Mayweather's done. He knew what he was doing to create the buzz behind his fight. People wanted to see Mayweather get knocked out or they wanted to see him win. It didn't matter. People were buying the tickets all day long. And so I think, you know, I think in the end, people are going to remember him as being a genius. I was watching a show the other day on Ted Williams. Ted Williams is considered to be one of the, be the best hitter in baseball history. And he was also considered to be a jerk to, to, to the media. He couldn't stand that. He thought yeah. they were, they, you know, he, and, and it's funny, me growing up never knew that side of him. And I started watching and reading more on him. I'm like, wow. Other thing was like, there's so many stuff about this guy that people didn't know. His background, you know, his baggage, his, 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 it was hard. He had a rough life, right? It was also, you know, and, and, and so in that sense, it's like you, you end up eventually remembering the legacy, you know, and his legacy is the best hitter that has ever existed in the face of the earth in baseball. That's the legacy I know. That's the legacy I pass on to my kids. And that's very similar to what the legacy is going to be of Conor McGregor. It's going to be one of the best fighters of our time. I was blessed to be able to watch him fight and hopefully I get a few more opportunities to watch him fight before his career is over. But like, that's something that, that is just a testament of same with us our legacy will be what we do, right? Like, like I've made plenty of mistakes in my life and those mistakes might be mumbled here and there in the future, but the legacy of what I created for my family, whether it be for my kids alone, be like, man, dad was, dad was a good dad or dad was a good coach. He coached us. Dad was there. That legacy is what I'm hoping to leave behind. And those are, that's looking past the fears. That's looking past the insecurities and that's looking past all the things you question about yourself and continue to try and improve yourself to be a better man. Yeah, you know, 100%. It couldn't, couldn't have said it better. And I always, um, I always ask this question. If you're not here to leave your legacy, then why are you here? 100%. Yeah. That's, that's, then, then why are you here? And, and so another thing I do, I talk a lot about parenting. And that's the same thing as, like, if you have kids and you're not there to mentor your kids, why did you have kids? Our goals as fathers, as parents, is to mentor our kids to be good individuals. You know what I mean? And so there's people that forget about that, you know? And it's easy to forget about that because sometimes paying the bills is, is, is important because getting those kids food in the mouth and, and clean clothes. But it's just you have to find a way to find that balance in parenting as much as, as anything else, right? Like, because that's your legacy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Crazy. That, absolutely. I think it's a, it's a big piece of your legacy. And then it's, and what I think I believe is, um, it, life is a dance, right? There's nothing set in stone, but I believe that when is here's, here's what I believe the greatest gift that any adult can give a child is a bulletproof self-image because yeah. now you're going to teach them how to fish instead of thinking that people should fish for them and if people second guess that i say always look back to nature no i, I agree look back into nature and nature look at the mama bird she watches that baby chip its way out of the shell that mom could help that baby uh out of that shell anytime at once, but nature reminds it that that baby has to be strong enough to get through that shell in order to have a chance to make it in life. And I think, um, I think that's the greatest gift that you could give your child is that bulletproof 
self-image to where they can step up to that bully, which is fear, and break through and find that courageous part of them. And I think, yeah. I think one of the things that you can tell results-wise if you've done that to the best of your ability is when that child becomes a young adult, there needs to be a role reversal. Here's what I mean by that is if that kid, that child, that, 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 that little DNA of yours, right. Becomes that 19, 20, 20, 23, 24 year old, a young adult, and things don't start to shift where they take you out to dinner. Mm -hmm. they, they check on you. Mm -hmm. That's, I think, and if that doesn't start to happen, now I think you need to step back and say, wait a minute, where, can we, where do we fix this? And I think that, that again, life's evolution, right? Yeah. Is, and, and I was fortunate that life gave me a gift, man. I was adopted by two amazing people, uh, my dad was 82nd Airborne, World War II vet. Um, they were in their 40s when they adopted me, so they were two generations ahead. So I was I was raised with the lace your boots and get to work. Nobody wants to fucking hear it, right? Yeah. So I'm so thankful for that. But life gave me a gift, man. I relocated them here in 2013 at a retirement community in San Marcos, and I was able to literally um, be with them to the very end, and they passed within two months of each other. They were together for 70 years. And I wow. literally watched, I understand now what it means that somebody um, died of a broken heart. And that she, my mom passed of a stroke, but she literally passed away of a broken heart because, and, but she was ready. And, and I share this story, you ready? We're talking about um, leaving a legacy. So my dad got the news that he, um, he's uh, a month away from his 92nd birthday. Okay. He gets the news in 2000. 15 uh right around october that he's got throat cancer so we have him in the hospital doctor comes in or doctor pulls me out into the hallway and he says hey we have the results here's the deal he says here's the options we can go in with the tube we can extend his life of eight months nine months or uh we do this naturally i said doc it's not my decision let's let's go in now He's propped up in his in his uh, in his um, hospital bed. Got all the wires in him, ornery as ever. And um, the doctor's standing next to me, and he says, "John, he says, you know, we have the results. Here are your options." He, he looks at the looks at me, looks at the doctor, he goes, "Doc," because I came into this life naturally. I'm leaving naturally. The doctor looked at me. I go, "That's the World War II uh, generation, <laughs> my man." So then, now fast forward the clock, he says to me, "Look." I, I don't want to pass in the hospital. I want to go in, in my house. I go, all right, no problem. We'll make it happen. So now, fast forward the clock, um, and I'm sharing this with your audience because there's so many gifts here that were given to me. So uh, I get now we're getting all ready to take him back to his house with hospice. I get my mom settled. She's 91 years old. She's yeah. He's this tall, 100 pounds on a good day, and will run circles around both of us, right? So I get her, I get her home, I get her all set up. We're gonna get him back, and I could just, I just feel something's off, right? Yeah. So I, I'm in the kitchen. I go, Ma, I go, what's the matter? And she just looked at me, 
and just, I mean, hugged me like, like, like I had a football. She was going to tackle me, right? And she just started to cry. And, and I looked down. She looks up at me, and she goes, I'm sorry. I go, are you kidding me? I said, if anybody earned this, I said, you did. I said, and, and I could just see, like, that fear and, and uh, unsure. You know, she's yeah. with him for 70 years. That's her life, right? So I, I, I just grab her by her shoulders, and I just said, I got you. I said, I got you. And I could, Vinny, I could see the transition from a 91-year-old lady to that little girl and the relief on her face, right, when, she, when I told her that I got her, right, it's okay. Um, the gift that life gave me came full circle. At 18 months, I'm in an orphanage, and she got me. Now life gave me that gift to now share that back with her before it ended. So now fast forward the clock, I go, I get her settled. I go back to the room to get him squared away, and we're going to take him back with hospice. Now it's just me and him in the room. And uh, I said, he's got all the wires in. He's got, he's he's uh, he's in his bed. <coughs> son of a bitch. And I said, uh, I go, I got a question for you. He goes, what? I said, uh, I go, you're a month away from your 92nd birthday. He says, yeah. I said, uh, you have any major regrets? looked at me kind of looked out at the through the window and looks back and he goes no i go you won he goes what i go you won i go you're 92 years old and you have no major regrets you won this thing called life and then he smiled and he goes i did <laughs> so that's another gift right that that life gave me yeah that i take with me now to my grave and I believe this. I, here's what I learned through that process, Vinny, is you can cry because it's over or you can smile because it happened. And I decided to smile because it happened. So It's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you, man. No worries. Let's wrap it up. But I would love to, if you want to let my listeners know everything about you, where they can find you, the monster motivator. Do you know awesome. what I mean? And, yeah. and let, them, let them know. Go yeah, for it. So, yeah, so uh, it's easy, man. I'm easy to find. Uh, Dave Daly, D A L E Y M M dot com. Uh, Dave Daly M M is uh, all my social media outlets. And yeah, man, anything, uh, anything anybody needs, hit me up, DM me, message me on Facebook, Instagram, uh, everywhere, man. Um, so, yeah. And I appreciate you taking the time, man. No, for sure. On. No worries, man. Do me a favor. Shoot me a text later with uh, just some links that people can follow, even for your book, so I can just put it onto the comment okay. section so people can try and find your book and everything else. Uh, yeah. and, and, and I'm sure there's going to be tons of people coming in to, to listen to you more because uh, that was a good podcast, man. It's unexpected, right? I, I didn't know what happened. It, it, it was a beautiful conversation and some of the stuff it was emotional. And, and I just want to tell you, thank you for opening up. Thanks for being honest. And, and thank you for, for entertaining and, and inspiring and motivating my, my, uh, my listeners. Man, right back at you, and um, uh, I will connect you with Robert Blanton, cool. fighter mate. You'll love to have this guy on, man. You guys, and, yeah, you guys. Are, there's a synergy, dude. Um, he's such a he's such a giver. So we'll do that. I'll I'll reach out via email and right, or cool. direct message. Get yep. you all the contact. Perfect, brother. Thank you very Thank much, you, man. Appreciate it, brother. Later. Thanks. Later.